As entrepreneurs, we are all passionate about what we're doing. Well, maybe we're not. You know, one of the things that happens so often in life is that we go in different directions. As entrepreneurs, we want to make that big dent in the universe. We want to deliver tremendous value. And by doing that, we do exceptionally well. It's in our enlightened self-interest to do that. Well, today's guest is a little bit different. It's my first guest from South America, from Brazil. And she is an amazing entrepreneur and has a great journey with a lot of life lessons that will be phenomenal for each of us. She was, I know, be careful here now, for many of us, this is not good. She was an attorney. <laughs> she studied here in the States at Columbia and it really rose to the top of her profession. And like many of us, questioned whether that was the right thing. And she made a change in direction. She decided to go after her passion. And she is very passionate. She's very successful. She's had a huge, you know, going from an attorney to then doing uh, really a major international presence, but primarily in Brazil, coaching other successful individuals on their passion. She had one of the most successful launches ever in seven days, seven figures as she started her business. So amazing, amazing lessons uh, that you are going to want to take and employ in your own business. So stay tuned. You do not want to miss this. Ordinary success? No way. You want amazing, remarkable, exceptional breakthroughs. Dig deep. Think bold. Drive hard. Watch yourself soar beyond your dreams. AESNation.com Paula Brew, I am so excited to have you here. I had the good fortune of meeting you at Genius Mastermind Group with Joe Polish. And uh, just you, you are full of energy, making the world a better place. And I wanted to share your message with our audience. So thank you for uh, joining us here today. Thank you, John, for having me here. I was really honored with your invitation and it's a big, big pleasure to talk to your audience today. Thank you. Well, I asked uh, Joe, who should I interview? And he goes, just pointed at you, Paula. <laughs> and he said, Paula, for sure. And, and uh, you know, we're getting to know each other. And I mean, you've got a remarkable story. And I, I want to go to the, the uh, the uh, backstory first before we go into some of the lessons learned because you've got some great lessons you're coaching some very successful people on chasing their passion but you know one of the things that i always like when somebody's doing coaching is they've walked the talk and they've really made a big difference and you know why don't you share with us you know your journey here because you know you were at the top of your profession as an attorney and you kind of did a pivot and went in a totally different direction. Yeah, I was uh, an attorney for 15 years and I know that's not a good thing. <laughs> Here in Brazil it's the same, so I'm used to <laughs> turning faces and strange looks. But that was my past life and um, I did that and as you said, I. I managed to be very successful at that but it was not my passion I, ever since i was a little girl it was my dream to become a writer and even as a lawyer i did publish a couple of books but i i usually woke up at 4 4 30 a.m to be able to actually write 
And what I really wanted was to do that full time. And then in, and I was working for a, an oil and gas company back in 2012. And the company went through a restructure and I was made redundant, which ended up being a blessing in my life because I got a big check to be able to do whatever I wanted. And then I decided that instead um, uh, of finding a new job and instead uh, of just starting a new and doing the same things that were not making me happy, I wanted to create a new life and I wanted uh, mostly to show my son that he was entitled to follow his passion and follow his bliss and be happy and uh, as you said there's no better way of teaching something to someone than of, than doing it yourself and being the example so I wanted to be the example to my son he was three back then and I started writing about that on a Facebook fan page that I started like a couple of days after I stopped uh, working I decided not to take a new job as a lawyer and to use that uh, check to for at least a year let's say take a sabbatical and give it a try and if all went wrong what I would do is just go back to law so the worst case scenario would be just go back to doing what I was doing so I had a year to give it a go and what happened is a lot of people started following that page and I realized that I was not the only one who was unhappy with success and and I was not the only one who had chosen to give up on their passion in the past. And I started coaching people because I started getting inbox messages saying, I want to transition too, can you help me? And I had no idea how, but I started studying. I had um, a few trainings in self-development uh, in, P in, L in LP and I started studying coaching and uh, that started to become a business on its own and I, it wasn't planned because my plan was to become a writer but at the moment that I've, I followed my bliss then the universe kind of rearranged and sent me the, the clients that I needed to start making money and to be able to, to live out of my passion and I started um, an online course a few uh, months later because people started asking me how I was uh, how how are you getting clients uh, online because I was like a very uh, new to coaching and I already had uh, a full dance uh, my dance card was full and I had a wait list and experienced coaches were struggling to get clients here in Brazil so I started an online course teaching people how to start an online business and showing what I was doing. It was um, sort of a reality show of my business. I was um, sharing even the financial results each month of what, what I was doing and what was the outcome. As you said, entrepreneurs want to know the metrics and want to know the out what's working, what's not working. And after that, I published my third book. I published it online. I had the other two books had been published by big publishers in Brazil. But this third one, I decided I'm going to publish it. Uh, I'm going to self-publish and sell it online. I recorded an audiobook, which is really rare here in Brazil. It's n not common at all. No one's used to that. And it, people were, in the beginning, even like scared of buying it. But then they started uh, buying in. Oh, I'm, I'm listening to your book while I'm on the treadmill. And they <laughs> found out that that was possible. I know it's pretty common in the U.S., but in Brazil, it's not. So I 
did make some uh, money with that book, but of course, very little close to what I, I did as a lawyer. But it caught the attention of one of the biggest um, self-development publishers in Brazil, who uh, a month later um, put a book uh, proposal, and it, it came out. It ended up coming out in paper just a few months later. And I still sell the ebook and the audiobook because I didn't sell the, the rights to those. So I think that was like the first time it, that ever happened in Brazil that someone owns the right to uh, some uh, some uh, types of uh, editions of the books and not the paper. But uh, after that, I decided to launch the online program. I, I went to the U.S. I met Brendan Burchard and, and some of my other mentors there. And I decided to launch an online coaching program because I, my wait list by then was uh, 2,250 people. And I'm, I thought, well, I won't be able to serve all these people. So how can I serve all these people with my work? And, and the online course was the solution. And then uh, I launched that one four times. And it was always a success. It was always a, a multiple six-figure launch. And then on the fourth launch, I became the first woman to run seven in seven, as they say, here in Brazil, which is cool because um, the online marketing here in Brazil is very, it, it's still uh, very masculine. So to have a woman with that result here, it's, it's uh, very good for other women wow. to see that they are also able. It's not impossible. It's good no matter what gender or what country you're in, too. And yeah, I want to just kind of, you shared an awful lot. It's really good. I mean, the, the part that's so interesting, I think, over and over again, you know, no, almost nobody has a career in a straight line. Matter of fact, I don't know anybody that has, you know, uh, their business as an entrepreneur going in a straight line. And one of the reasons I wanted to bring you here, Paul, you know, to have you share you with our audience, and because each of us, you know, is always struggling with what our passion it is. And sometimes, you know, I mean, the, the traditional corporate life, it's easy to trade, you know, the, the classic hours and health and everything for dollars. And once we get clear on our passion and it's something the marketplace wants and, you know, we listen to the marketplace as you did, where you start writing and then people are inquiring and then, you know, these you know, lessons of going out and getting a mentor. Brendan Burchard, uh, who's in our mastermind uh, group, uh, is you know certainly an extremely talented individual. When I first started my online marketing, uh, I think it was five years ago, maybe six years ago, I went to one of his earliest experts academies, cool. and he, uh, you know, and, and that was I had not, I didn't even have an email list at that time. So the, you know, the, you know, this going and being open to the world and really, you know, each of us can do this. And now for my fellow entrepreneurs, you know, you, you likely, you know, if you're watching this, you probably have a very successful business. But one of the reasons we're on Paula here is that our ability to kind of pivot and really focus it in on things that we're passionate about, that we could really make a difference or at the same time, possibly removing ourselves from that for our next adventure, whatever is the right thing for you. But Paul, you know, in your journey, you know, this, I mean, this is a you know, big journey around the world you've been doing. And uh, uh, I want to come to, it, you, you speak of mindset. And, you know, this is a, a, a challenge for all of us. It's easy, you know, to get distracted in the world, to 
really not think that you you can accomplish. I mean, you're accomplishing, you know, I mean, really a corporate attorney in oil and gas doing what you're doing. Nobody would, the movie rights wouldn't sell. I mean, it just wouldn't sell. It's, <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. And you've accomplished the impossible. Well, every entrepreneur, really, the, the successful ones have that impossible. How, how did you create that mindset so that you could accomplish that? Well, it, it was impossible for me to, to imagine that. And when I, when I did choose to change my life, it, I was willing to be poor and happy. I had been rich and unhappy for 35 years, so I decided I'm going to be poor now. It's okay. I've made a lot of money. I know I'm capable, but I, I now want to be happy. And it's um, funny that you mentioned the Experts Academy because when I went to um, my first High Performance Academy with Brendan in 2013, I... I was like, dude, I want to be on that stage someday. I want to do that. And I was so focused on doing it. And then uh, a week ago, I think, or not more than a couple of weeks ago, one of my masterminders were, was at Experts Academy. Can I show you something? Sure. So she was at Experts. Yeah. <laughs> and she picture, she took picture of this and sent me. Uh, I, this is a picture oh. of me. And it's my 77 launch. So I am now officially in the Experts Academy materials. And then Brendan said hi here. So I'm really thankful to that guy for everything that he's uh, inspired me to do and taught me to do. And I think that was the biggest shift in my mindset to, to realize that the impossible is just something that someone told you once and you chose to believe. But actually the impos impossible is a new normal as uh, long as you focus on something and you can visualize yourself doing it, it's possible. I'm, I've, I haven't been on stage uh, yet, but Brendan did put my picture on the screen and told my story. I wasn't there, but my, my masterminders were there to represent me. And I was, that was really um, a, a symbol for me of all of this uh, mindset change. And I think that in changing my mindset, the two things that I've changed together with this idea of uh, the impossible being the new normal is uh, I've started to include gratitude in my life, not only as an abstract idea, because no one thinks of themselves as uh, ungrateful. Like, as an abstract idea, I think everyone considers themselves as a grateful person. But uh, I started to include that in my life as a daily practice. I do have a, a, a journal where I write every day about many things, of, about the things I'm learning, about what's, uh, what I'm planning, what's next. And also I write every night before I go to bed about the things that I'm grateful for. And not like uh, in an abstract way, oh, I'm grateful for my life, but detailed, in a more detailed way. Um, you know, if I'm grateful for giving you an interview today, I'm not going to just say that. I'm, I'm going to say I'm grateful for the conversation that we had before. I'm grateful for the fact that you're so kind and for the fact that I'm the first uh, person from South America to be able to talk to your audience. I'm going to look for the details. And that has changed the way I look um, at life and the way I live my days because I, when I wake up, I know that I have to write about something I'm grateful for at the end of the day. So I look out for nice things while I'm doing things during the day. So that, that has changed my focus to from scarcity to abundance. And yeah. I started complaining and started 
thanking well, you. It's such, it's such a big uh, part. I mean, I have I uh, started incorporating. Somebody introduced me to the Five Minute Journal. I'm not I I author a whole bunch of books, but I have a team of writers, so I, I'm not you know the the individual doing the writing. They're my ideas, uh, but uh, you know. The idea of keeping a journal has never been something that I was that interested in and uh, started doing it. And, and you hit on it. To me, the most important thing is it's so easy in life to think of scarcity. I mean, you can turn on the news. You can you know, some, uh, talk to a lot of uh, individuals out there, and it's, uh, the world is full of scarcity. And the reality is the world's full of abundance if we choose that. And particularly when you start capturing those gratitudes now whether you do it in journals uh dan sullivan has a uh app called wind streak yeah there's so many different tools for us but i mean that 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 changed uh i mean you're just finding the good things in life and there's so many of them paula yeah it's it's awesome you start loving life even more so it's um it's a practice that I highly recommend all my clients. They start a, a gratitude journal and they love it. So, and many of my clients say, I came to you because of this and that, but the most important thing I learned was to become more grateful. So it's, well, it, it really does transform people. Well, I would encourage everyone, you know, that's with us here today. And, and as you're listening to this is to do, no matter how you do it, you know, take advantage of the gratitude, but, one of the things that in your coaching you do is you talk about forgiving the past and uh, nobody gets out of life unscarred. I mean, we've all had serious things. Sometimes we've scarred ourselves. Other times somebody else scarred us. But what, what, how do you get past the past to have that bigger future, that impossible future we've been talking about? Okay. I grew up here in Brazil as a Catholic girl. So um, the forgiveness that I've learned was the Catholic forgiveness which is you did me wrong but i'm so i'm such a nice person so i will forgive you and what i've learned in in the last years uh ever since i changed my life is a different kind of forgiveness which is uh i've uh, became so i've become so conscious of my ego especially in that specific moment when i was let go by my by by the oil and gas company on that day, I became so conscious that I was identifying myself with that position and with being a lawyer and with all that lifestyle that I had, that it, I kind of separated from that automatically on that day. And I'm, I'm, every day, I'm fighting to keep that separation, keep that distance and, and to remain as an observer. And what I've learned is that you're, the things that you believe that people have done to you in the past or, or, or society or whoever has hurt you or even yourself, um, those things are not real because they were the, just things that were done to your ego. So someone let me go from my job and that was my job and that was not me. That was Paula the lawyer or, or the attorney, but it was not who I who I really am. It was not my essence. So I don't need to forgive that because I chose to believe that that was hurting me or, or that that could actually uh, hurt me in some way, but that was not true. So um, it's awesome when you realize that because sometimes you have a grudge with someone for 10 years or you don't talk to, to a relative or 
to a friend because he said something about you. And then all of a sudden you realize that that's something that they said is not about you. It, it can be just about your ego, but it can never be about your true essence and your higher self. So when you connect to your higher self, and that is something that happens when you follow your passion, um, you're, um, you can forgive with more ease because you're not forgiving the other person. Actually, uh, what I've been doing in the last years is forgiving myself for believing that those people were doing something that could hurt me because that was not real. And I chose to believe what, what the Course in Miracles call a tiny mad lie. It was just a tiny mad lie that I chose to believe. Yeah, no, it's, I think that we can cause so much damage to ourselves, well disproportionate, even if the person wants to do serious harm to us with that. And uh, one of the uh, you know, thoughts is that you know, we get to decide as entrepreneurs, as individuals, you know, what of the past we want to bring forward. And uh, we don't have to bring our whole past. We, you know, and this is, you know, the kind of the classic, uh, you know, go off to college, you can reinvent yourself, you go to a new town, you can reinvent yourself, you can reinvent yourself staying in the same spot, you know, you don't have to bring all that past and we want our futures to be bigger. And we can and you know, that's I think that forgiving the past is so important. One of the things in your coaching that we we're talking about is consistency. And this is uh, something that you and I are big believers in. Is you know, you, uh, but uh, you know, share you know what what is what consistency means to you, and then how you're using it, and how would you recommend your fellow entrepreneurs use this, Paula? Okay, um, I'm an online marketer, so many online marketers will teach you that your number one asset as an online entrepreneur is your list of subscribers. Maybe you've heard that before uh, when you're studying marketing tools, but what I've learned from uh, Dean Graziosi, who's also in our uh, mastermind, uh, is that as an ent entrepreneur, my most important asset is my confidence. So I work on that on a daily basis. And sometimes we do something consistently, such as uh, writing blog posts every day or making videos every week or making podcasts every day. And we get very little to no response. And the most common reaction to this is to think that it's not working, that your efforts are not working, that you're not getting results. Um, but Brendan Burchard told me that if you're doing your thing consistently, you are getting, getting results because you are improving your self-confidence. And uh, there's a book I love called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. And he says that, well, the first agreement is that you should be impact, impeccable with your word. And by being consistent, consistent you do that because you, you tell yourself you're going to shoot a video once a week or you're going to write a blog post once a day or you're gonna start a podcast series and you're gonna interview people and if you keep your promise and you keep doing it consistently the first thing that you get is you boost your self-confidence and you increase your self-esteem because you realize that you're a person who can be trusted you can trust yourself and that comes before everything else of course if you keep doing it chances are that people are going to start liking it and, and giving you feedback. So you're going to see the results after a while. 
But what well, I see is a lot of people who just start, they get no response and they just let it go like a few weeks later or maybe a couple of months later. And it takes, sometimes it takes more time than that. And it does. I mean, you know, we're, you mentioned two names, you know, Dean Graziosi, who we were in Dean's office and, uh, you know, he's got a studio there that he does. Uh, when you ask Dean, one of his biggest successes, and he's one of the top, uh, real estate gurus really in the U.S. and he's been hugely successful and Dean is his uh, weekly wisdoms. He does a video uh, each week and uh, he, uh, I don't know how many years he's done it in a row, but it's huge. And he would say just having that ability to share passionately with his audience and, you know, there were times early on, I'm sure, where Dean questioned it, and I, I, I did see Brendan very early on, and you know, Brendan has a huge audience now, but it's, and Brendan has walked me through, you know, exactly what he does every week, and you know, it's extremely consistent, and getting that message out, Paula, is just so powerful, and I mean, this is something you know, I encourage everyone to do is to, you know, really create that structure. You know, one of the things I want to go over, you had mentioned, and I, I'm just going to touch on it. Um, you also talked about the importance of kind of, you know, step, stepping away for a second, uh, meditations. And, you know, from a, a business, you know, I, I kind of grew up, you know, I'm a, in New York. I was a pilot in the Navy, and I've been a financial guy in Silicon Valley all my life, numbers and so on. When I first introduced the concept of meditation as a business guy, I was like, you got to be kidding me. You know, I don't have time for any of this stuff and so on. But that's, a, that's been important to your coaching clients and yourself. What, why don't you just touch on why? Okay. I think it's very uh, easy today to find information on technical stuff you can do to accelerate your success. You can go to websites. You can find excellent books, uh, cheap materials and go to workshops it's all out there but there is one resource that is more efficient than all other skills and that you can only access by going inside and that is your inner, inner guidance and your higher self and meditation is the one practice that lots of entrepreneurs fail to include in their daily routines and that alone could help them not only accelerate their success but also improve their lives. If you um, meditate every day, you start a. What happened to me in that day when I was let go? That separation between my ego and the observer. You can. You don't have to go through a, a, a drastic, dramatic, tragic thing to to have that. You can meditate every day for one minute, for five minutes, for ten minutes, and and develop that skill to be able to observe what's going on in your life and not get so attached to it and not identify yourself to it so much that you, you lose perspective. So it gives you a lot of perspective. And a lot of uh, my clients have that same reaction. I don't have time for that. And the people who say that they don't have time for that are usually the people who need meditation the most. Because when you start meditation, meditating, uh, there's the paradox of time. You spend maybe five or ten minutes meditating, but then the re for the rest of the day, your productivity boosts so much that you gain back those 10 minutes that you spent meditating because you get more, more focused. You, get, you can concentrate more on the things that you're doing. Your skills flourish 
uh, faster and you can improve on so many levels. You, your brain, uh, it, it's like your brain is like a computer and you need to turn it off at the end of the day. Well, so. It's so many of us, it, and I do now, I get up at five, I have this whole routine that I do <laughs> and it's part of it. But it's also the, uh, you know, it's easy for us to say, well, you know, I don't have time for exercise. I don't have time for uh, meditation. I don't have time for this or that. And, you know, productivity is just so important. And, you know, except, you know this is all about accelerating your success. You got to have that high energy yourself. I mean, and, and that makes a huge difference, doesn't it, Paula? Yes, and, and if you're the type of person who says you don't have time to eat right or to exercise or to sleep a uh, minimum of seven hours a night or to meditate, then you seriously do need to look back, uh, to, to step back and look at your life and to uh, investigate what kind of life you're building for yourself. Because if, you, if you're building something, if, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're creating your own uh, business and creating your own reality in your own life, and you're not creating enough space to take care of yourself, then what kind of life are you creating? No, and, and it's and particularly if you're already having success, I mean, some of us are better at, you know, I, I, I'm extremely disciplined in business. You know, exercise, not a big, you know, that's not my passion. <laughs> so I hire a trainer who comes over a few times a week and uh, puts the program together. Same with nutritionists and so on. So whatever you need to get through. Paula, this is kind of leading to, uh, I want to go to the next segment, which is a book of the day. And this is a great example of the book that you're going to recommend of some of the challenges here. So, Paul, okay. uh, what would be the book of the day that you would recommend to your fellow entrepreneurs? Okay, a book I go back to all the time is Thrive by Arianna Huffington. And as a former victim of society's definition of success, I believe it's very, very important that all entrepreneurs start to question their current metrics. Most of the time, they're paying for their, their success with their health, with their sanity, and sometimes even with their lives. And uh, I think that is a book that gave me a new perspective on what should be the real metrics of success and of how important it is to uh, take care of yourself in order to be able to be the leader that you want to be. Because if you don't have energy, then you don't have vision. I love the uh, the the part in the book where Ariana says that the leader is the one who sees the tip of the iceberg. But if he's too tired and if he's he doesn't have energy, then he won't see it. And and you're the leader of your business and end of your own life. And if you don't have enough energy to to have vision, then you 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 don't want to be Titanic. I thought it, uh, I've spent some time with Ariana, and she's an amazing individual. Uh, uh, just, I normally don't comment on political, but I'm going to because I'm kind of the opposite of Ariana's from a political standpoint. And I wondered when I first met her whether I would enjoy, you know, getting to know her more. And I have. I mean, she's just she's just such a talented entrepreneur and at the top of her game. Certainly, whether you like the Huffington Post, I do. She did invite me to write, and I write a weekly column with her now in the Huffington Post Small Business on Entrepreneurship. But you know, the the reality is. Uh, it, she, you read the book, 
because she hit hard. I mean, a pool of blood. <laughs> and her, you know, what we want all of us to do is to do it without, you know, the classic guy thing is have a heart attack and then you reassess. You know, don't do that. Do that now. And it's a great book. No matter what your political belief, you're going to love it. Okay, let's go to the next one. And that's the application of the day. Paula, you know, I'm giving you a little latitude here. Normally, I force the guests to do only one, but you're coming further than anyone else has uh, on Skype with me here. So uh, what are your recommendations? Okay, um, I, on, on uh, my smartphone, on my iPhone, I love Headspace, which is uh, an app that will teach you how to be mindful in a way that you can measure your improvement. And, and entrepreneurs love metrics. So you will learn how to meditate if you don't have that habit yet. You will get alerts. It's guided meditation and, and it's mindfulness, actually. So it's a, an easier type of meditation for people who are not used to meditation or who have some sort of reaction, negative reaction to meditation uh, as an initial reaction. So give it a go. And I, I told you I use on my um, computer, on my browser, I use two apps that have boosted my productivity and I, I highly recommend to all my clients. One is the Kill News Feed, which kills, blocks the, the Facebook feed so I won't waste my time uh, looking at food pictures or cat pictures or my friends' babies and all of that. Not that I don't want to look at that, but not when I'm working. And the other one is uh, called Video Speed Controller, and that one allows me to take lots of online courses at a faster uh, pace. It allows you to accelerate the speed of uh, any videos on YouTube or Vimeo, so it's awesome for people who want to be continuously educating themselves with uh, online courses or um, TED Talks, whatever it is that you watch for inspiration and education. Great recommendations. And uh, I will download all three. I don't have all three. As a matter of fact, two out of three I hadn't heard of. So, well, uh, Headspace I had heard of, but I haven't done it. But you're motivating me to do it here. Let's go to last on uh, resources. And Paula, I'm going to pull up your website here uh, and I do have Google I'm using their translator mode to pull it up because uh, not surprisingly since you're in Brazil the native language is not English and uh, but uh, you know what resources do you have available for your fellow entrepreneurs if they don't speak uh, or aren't fluent in Brazil I mean Brazil and Portuguese <laughs> I'm launching. I'm soon launching a high-performance meditations program, and I would love to give away uh, for your audience a guided meditation that is uh, a meditation to generate productivity. So it is a 10-minute, less than 10-minute meditation that you can do once a day, and it will increase your focus, increase your concentration, and increase your productivity. No, that's great. That's really kind. And let me kind of bring back in the last segment here is uh, key takeaways. And uh, what I want to do, Paul, I mean, I've got a whole bunch of notes. I just want to go through these because, you know, here at AES Nation, we're all about results. And remember everything that we talk about, you know, you can go to AESNation.com if you're not on the website and get the transcript. You can go ahead and look at the show notes. Any of the links that Paul and I talk about are there. And, uh, you know, the, the, the first thing I, I just really want to, you know, the importance of mindset Paula talked about, and this is critical. And it's so easy 
to get uh, lose. I, I like the term quiet confidence that it, you know, whoever you're working with, whatever business, whether you're selling widgets, whether in professional services, whether you're an online marketer, whatever it is, you've got to have that quiet confidence that you're able to inspire action for your clients and, and guard that with a passion. Second is gratitude. I mean, we live, as Paul was saying, in a world of abundance, no matter where we are in the world. And it's easy to get caught up in scarcity and we have to fight this and remind ourselves. And one of the most powerful things Paul has said is just journaling those gratitudes. I do three a day and it just, you know, just, you know, you're just in it, you know, in the beginning you start searching it out. Now there's so many, I got to narrow it down. Uh, forgive the past. Uh, boy, uh, you know, nobody I've mentioned before gets out of life unscarred. It would be so easy, you know, as I even say, forgiving the past, I'm getting visions of some of the people that have, I perceive that have done some injustice. You know, you get to decide whether you're going to bring them along. I choose not to in the future. And that's, that's so important. Consistency, consistency, get your message out there. You want to change the world. You want to have a huge impact. You have to be consistent in getting it out. There are going to be times where, uh, you know, your business is just accelerating you're on, you know, it's just going so well. And other times it, it's going to be quiet, but it's that consistency. They'll get it through and the power of meditation, health, you know, it's all about not time management. It's energy management. Paula, this has been just really great. It's been uh, very inspiring, uh, you know, your success. I want to encourage everyone to, you know, take a look at the transcript, the show notes. You know, it's all about execution, taking the ideas that Paula shared with us at AESNation.com and go make it happen because your clients, your future clients, all your strategic partners, they're counting on you. Don't let them down. Wish you the best of success. Exceptional, remarkable breakthrough. AESNation.com.